Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly. <laughs> oh boy, okay. Uh, before we get into it, I know it's been a while, uh, go ahead and go to your social medias, uh, your wherever you get your podcasts, all that good stuff, YouTube, wherever. All your web zones. Uh, follow, like, subscribe, comment, you know, we do, uh, you know... Another, fan, uh, we do fan reviews every five episodes. Got another recommendation from one of you. I assure um, you it's been added. Yeah, so keep adding them, and we'll keep doing them. We got quite a list, so... Yes, indeed. Um, you know, whatever you want us to review, put it in there, and we'll get to it. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, sorry, delaying the inevitable. Uh, we, tonight, for our first time back in like three weeks... We watched The Oracle. The Oracle. From 1985. And, Continuing uh, our journey, yeah. Directed by Robert Roberta Findlay. Um, wow. Keep talking. I'm, I, I'm looking something up. So. Because I want to know <laughs> something. I mean, one good thing I can say about this movie is it filmed entirely on location in New York City. Yes. And the accents are on full effect. Um. They are great. Our, uh, there's a bit in the beginning where it's just the whole run of of amazing accents. It is, yes. And, and like you get uh, Brooklyn, like a bunch of... It's comical. It's great. Um, it's always good to see, uh, you know... Local flavor. <clears throat> well, it's local flavor. It's also always good to see stuff filmed on location. Oh, no. Cause, uh, yes. Yeah, because sets kind of look a little weird sometimes. So it is nice to see an so that, on location. See that, that like, I don't know, realism, whatever Can you, you tell by the fact that I said one good thing about it is... How dare you? I, I, listen, the How? Oracle, spoiler alert, not a very good movie. No, it's not. Um, um, it it, uh, it tries. Well, it, it really does. This um, what? Well, first of all, this director. Um, <laughs> um, this director, um, before this film, this masterpiece. How dare you say it's not a good movie? Um, before this masterpiece, you're right. It's it's the best movie I've ever seen. They they made such films as um, <laughs> Private oh. School Girls. Oh my god! The Playgirl, Liquid Assets, and the um, ass is like capitalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tiffany Minx. So, wait a minute. You're telling me Roberta Finlay. Anyone the, but the, my husband. In the 80s, directed pornos? In the 70s and up until this film. This was made her, pornos. her? Yes, this is a woman. So, her feature film was The Oracle. Her first, from what I can tell, her first non-porno <clears throat> was The Oracle. Her first feature non-porno film was this. Yes. I can uh, tell you straight up, there is no desire in me to go and look up those pornos whatsoever after seeing what was on display here. 
how dare you? Uh, my my pee pee was so hard watching this, especially the chase scene at the end. That beautiful, um, beautiful chase scene. Now, do you want the other bamboozle for you? Oh God, what? Roberta Finley was married to Michael Finley, who okay. also made pornos. He also made. Do you remember oh, a God. film? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Called Shriek of the Mutilated. Yes. <laughs> With the fucking Shaggy Dog. <laughs> yeah, I do. He made that. So we got a family affair. So this runs in the fucking family. We got my a... God, and that was dumb as fuck too. We got a fucking. Oh, sorry, that was incredible too. Yes, thank you. Yeah, my. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I will say. Uh, here, okay. Listen. I will say this is more competent than that was. That is fair. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. This is more competently made, but still just, it's fucking Maybe stupid. because, I don't know. Maybe Amazing, Ro- sorry. Maybe Roberta was the better filmmaker. Maybe yeah. we've had, you know, that was 74. We've had 11 years of filmmaking progress since then, I guess. Yeah. But um, this is not that bad, as bad as that movie. But this is still a doozy. It is it is that. I mean, it is a doozy. Pretty basic plot here. I mean, to be honest, like it, there's an oracle in the beginning and she's wow. doing a bunch of mystic shit and she has this fucking hand with a pin in it and that, it writes it writes names Mor- Morda Mordar writes something like more okay, something. No, no. It writes something and she's like Mord I can't. Lord. I can't. I can't. I won't. And then it just credits. Well, I mean, just the the title comes up. Just the title. And then, um, and then it's people moving shit out of her, her apartment. stuff. And they're talking about how she like disappeared, and um, they haven't seen her, so they're just giving getting rid of all this. Because there's a new woman moving in. Yeah, and so they're like, oh, it's finally going back to normal, like you know. And she goes into a. Uh... Like a storage closet. Well, she goes into like a trance, sees the chest glowing green. Which is a common thing. Um, she opens it and like nothing happens and she closes it and, and then the guy. He's like the super of the building. Yeah, he basically tells her, yeah, this it was owned by this woman. She was into like mysticism. She vanished. But if you want this thing, take it. Well, he's like, you can pick one thing out. Like, it doesn't matter. And so, so of course, the, she p- takes the planchette. She takes the... Um, the off-brand Ouija board. <laughs> I, it, joked. I, <laughs> I joked. Because I joked at some point during the movie, I was like, they couldn't use the actual Ouija board. Yeah. Because it would run into copyright. And after the movie ended, I looked it up and... Um, Parker Brothers, who owns the rights, wouldn't let him use it. Mm-hmm. So we have um, the rock hand with a pen. Yeah. With a quill. Let, let me tell you, it does not look great. It's fine. Um, it's fine for what it is, but, but instead uh, that's, of like, listen, that's not the worst part of the movie, okay? No, no. So, But instead of like the Ouija board where it like spells out the letters on the board... It picks it, it like by it like draws them, names. It, just, it writes it. So yeah. it's just a pen that writes. 
So she's like, okay, cool. I'm going to try it at, like, my Christmas party. So You're invited. So they're all, like, having, like... No. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yep. So now we get our first look at our uh, killers here. We get a shot of uh, something. <clears throat> Nighttime. It's, like, a outside of a like a dirty movie theater. Yeah, and it's like a burlesque. Um, I can't remember what the sign said, the but, beef? like... <laughs> Yeah, where's the beef? It's a like a men's burlesque. Four hunky, beefy men. So we see this um, like heavier set person walking, walking, and like a prostitute being like, "Hey, picks up a prostitute, want some action." And this person doesn't say anything, by the way. No, the prostitute is just like tags along and is like, "Okay, twenty dollars, no freaky stuff." And they go into a room, and uh, and, and you don't see the person's face. Well, and the like the prostitute is already like in her lingerie and. Uh, is just like confused because the person's not talking and then the person says like get lower i think <laughs> the, the, the audio is very like get lower or fuzzy or, or down more down or more something. i don't and know so she lays like flat down this person climbs on top and starts like kind of like thrusting what? And the woman's like, okay, listen. What are you gay or something? Can you not? You gotta it have up? to do more than that. Like, and like what's the deal. Like reaches into this person's pants, and is like, oh, I'm sorry, I I'm didn't sorry, know. I didn't know. And this person apparently doesn't like that because they pull out a knife and start like Stab. telling telling her to lick it and all lick stuff. Lick the blade, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. <laughs> The person stabs her, like, cuts her down to her breasts and then, like, stabs her a bunch. And blood sprays everywhere and, um... Doesn't get on the clothes. I don't know the, how. the hands. Yeah. And then it, it's still, like, hiding the face for no reason, I might add. Um, because because at this point, you know. Like, you know. We all know. You because know what's going on. It's a woman... because, number one, the face is hidden. Number two, there's the whole thing where it, it very heavily implies that she got no pee-pee. And then there's the voice. I just don't know if it's they... a feminine voice. Like it's, I... it's like she's trying to sound like deeper, but it's unmistakably. You feminine. know right away that she's a a woman. And here's the thing, they don't they don't keep up the charade. Not for long. Halfway through the movie, they give up, so it doesn't matter. But I don't get why they hit it in the first place. But yeah, like they. It, it literally has no impact on the movie no, whatsoever. It Cause she goes because there's not like a big bazinga you know like there's oh nothing. she's a woman it's just it just happens yeah she goes to a like a diner and orders the this is set around christmas the christmas she, special and eats and then, all the and bones then the phone starts ringing and she answers the phone and is like yeah it's done or whatever so she leaves leaves a small tip and then the waitress mentions she eats all the bones she even ate the bones in the meantime, there is a Christmas party happening. Christmas Eve party. Yes. So this woman is going to reveal her planchette spiritual She's board. Like, I got a game. Let's have some fun. So they all put their finger on it. And uh, one of the guys, the friends, like feels up his, his date. And she's and then, like, stop it. And then the woman jokes around by spelling out horny. I'm horny. I'm horny on the she's paper. she's like, come on, guys. It's not a joke. And then, you know, she hold your hand on it still and it spells out the guy's a guy's name and an, a phone number not yet does that help me oh help me yeah that's yeah. right and the <laughs> i love okay so introducing our 
dickhead husband that doesn't support his wife a single iota. This dude is... Stop me if you've heard this one before in a horror movie about poltergeist or something like... Or spiritual shit where the woman... Everyone just thinks the woman is going crazy, including the husband. See, I don't care about that. It's just funny because this dude is completely 100% inconsequential. Yeah, it does not matter at all. Like, completely inconsequential. I mean... He 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 gets it. So I mean, yeah, but that's but like again, it's still inconsequential because I know it doesn't matter at all. Never comes up. She never mentions him. Well, she never finds out really. Yeah, but like everything about him is just inconsequential, other than the fact that he doubts her the whole way. Along with every other character in this movie is completely disconnected. Yes, completely disconnected, except for the psycho killers, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. So she he's like he reads it out and he's like oh that's crazy like you just wrote that yeah they go to bed and you know she's like annoyed at him because he's treating her like a child or whatever and then it's oh my god (laughs) It, it draws out i think she's asleep then it draws out the guy's name and a phone number while she's asleep yeah yeah she wakes up she hears the screech, the like the noise of the pen, and like the whole room's bathed in green. And she opens it, and you know she like looks at the note and is like horrified. And the guy's like, "It's no big deal." And <laughs> then it's the next. So they're work. They're working on Christmas Day. If you can wrap your head around that, how dare you? Um, <laughs> in this universe, they do. Um, so she. Her friend is like, well, why don't you just call it and see like what this yeah. what's going on? It's probably just like a Chinese restaurant. And it's so not a big deal. she call the friend calls the number and talks to this guy's wife, who says he killed. He, he, he committed suicide. He committed suicide. And then it's um, it shows the office, like this office, and there's this woman talking to this guy. I love this guy because he's like he's <laughs> he's so smug about every line he does. <laughs> well, what? because <laughs> she, she's like she's like some woman just called and wanted to know and said like she was a friend and wanted to know about this guy but she didn't know that he was dead but she didn't know he was dead and he's like oh that shouldn't matter we can maybe just a secretary we can maybe just a secretary and like, like yeah. squints his eyes and like rolls his head back he's like maybe just a secretary yeah <laughs> it's Jesus so stupid Christ. um it doesn't matter, just like flavor, you know. It's flavor. It's yeah. flavor. So, <clears throat> um, they. Oh God, what? The thing I'm... I remember after this, and I might be skipping over some nonsense, is the part where she does something. What triggered the fucking cyclone in the room? Okay, so. He the the husband wants to throw away the planchette thing, yeah. Because she's kind of talking about it a lot and like. No, but she oh no, she tosses it in the bin. Right. Well, because she agrees that like maybe she's kind it's of nonsense, yeah, going bonkers, and so she th- tries to throw it in a waste basket that isn't really a waste. It it's like a woven basket. It doesn't look like a trash can it's at like, all. It's it's like decorative, yeah. And the chest takes that personally. I took that personally. Um, so 
basically the husband's coming home and there is just shit flying off the walls. It knocks over. Books all the are frames, just being like books, shoved the off. Christmas tree, and it, it like, it, it acts like it tips the room slightly askew. What she's like struggling. She has to like crawl to the door. As oh, he... and it um, it puts like a, a a big shoe rack in front of the door too, so it blocks the door, so he can't get it. Yeah, so she can't get it, um, and then he finally gets in um, after a minute, uh, and it, like just thinks she's fucking crazy. Why would you destroy the entire apartment? And then it just quick cuts to the next morning. Like, literally. Okay, so this is how jarring this is. He's, like, berating so her. He, he says he's going to throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, so no, he goes to the... Um... The super? Yeah. Oh, this is right. That's right. Because this is where the super is going to incinerate it. Um, and well, no, first like, the super tries to get lottery numbers out of it. Well, yeah. Well, because remember, like, the, the husband is like, hey, like, can you, like, just put this in the incinerator? He's like, yeah, sure. And the guy's like, yeah. He's so he, he tries to, like, get the planchette to tell him the lottery, winning lottery numbers for tomorrow because he can connect with the spirits and they know shit. But it doesn't. When he's like, you're not powerful at all. And so he closes it. This and then... Um, why? It starts going green. Like, he's, like a little green squid thing crawls out of the chest. And then it starts going green. And he opens it and is like horrified at what he sees. And then closes it. And then you see the little green on squid his leg. puppet. On but his it's leg. not really on his leg. And he's, halluc- and he's hallucinating. And then he sees like... A red squid on his arm with like teeth and he starts he takes a knife he just starts, starts stabbing, stabbing himself. himself and then eventually there's a green squid thing on his eyeball and so he takes the thing and he stabs himself in the head and then it's like it's the night and the woman and her husband are asleep yeah and she like leaves the tv on and it like starts like blaring the like no broadcast signal and then she wakes up and she tries like, to turn off the tv and it's not turn turning off. off and a skull comes on the tv and then she's all a dream who, who knew okay so i'm what? not trying to spoil anything who knew the skull in the tv because it looks okay because they don't show it that much who knew it would look that stupid at the end of the movie that's not the same one though because it's the not... skull doesn't have the giant eyes you know I'm right. Doesn't look like a marionette. It doesn't like look a... like a spirit Halloween puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're getting too ahead of ourselves, but the skull is just the skull. It's the skull. It is the skull though that flies through the glass window. Yeah, and he, and kills our fuckhead. So she starts screaming and like just you know going crazy. Zaps out of it. Zaps out of it. Turns the TV off. Goes. Is... She hears noises. No, she doesn't hear anything. She just goes in the bathroom. She literally just goes in the bathroom and then turns on the water and then there's green light coming out of her shower and then she sees like the claws coming through the shower. So she gets all freaked out. She runs out and then she sees the super, his like body all cut up with the like knife coming in his at, eye. coming at her. And she and wakes then, up again. And he like he's like the husband is like, You're you're having a nightmare. Oh yeah, that's right. He, this is where he's being this is like the juxtaposition here. He's being all sweet. He's like, Oh, you're having a nightmare, honey. Like, are you okay? Like the quick cut 
to him being a total fucking asshole. He's and- not being an asshole. It's just like a comedy scene because he's at like breakfast with a comically large newspaper. And there she is, like, stereotypical, like, Betty homemaker. Making breakfast. Making breakfast. And then and... he's just reading, and she just stands there, blank, and his is about to, like, give him coffee, and his coffee mug just starts sliding across the table, and then it falls and breaks, and he's like, careful, honey. Okay, I gotta go to work. Bye. Totally oblivious to the fact that she was across the room and couldn't have possibly done that. But okay. But my, but the thing that also bro- uh, kind of broke me is she's just like, the look on her face is just of like giving up. She sits at the table, and he he laid his newspaper down over his breakfast, right? And she lifts up the newspaper, and it's the fucking chest. Gotcha, and bitch. Then she just like face palms. She doesn't actually facepalm, but that'd be hilarious. Oh no, she kind of does. does. Yeah, yeah, but she kind of does. That's right. Like well, she's supposed palm. to be like like distraught because it's back, yeah. but it's a facepalm of like this is such a stupid fucking scene. It's a facepalm of like mild annoyance. Like wah wah. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like that. You might as well play the sound effect. <laughs> I, I don't even know. And then so, it, is this where she goes to the bookstore? I think so. So, because I don't know why this scene broke, or do they set up the hitman first to like to go after her? I'm trying to remember at what at what point like, does what she it, go to the? Because um, I know there's a scene where the hitmen are like, "Hey, she's looking too much into this." Well, it's because at what point does she have the vision of the fucking guy dying? I think she, because she goes and talks to the hus- the husband's wife at a certain point. Yeah, because she has the vision. And that's where the hitmen kind of yeah. have that. But it's because but she talks to the husband's wife because she sees him dying. <clears throat> remember? I still remember when she has the vision. I don't know. We're going to do this out of sequence probably. Yeah. But so there, she has a vision of, of, of the husband dying. Of him being dragged by two guys. One of them is the, um, the hit woman. And one of them is the scrawny, like, smug guy. Smug guy. And it's him being dragged and put in this car. And they put the exhaust on and put the tube through the car. And he and dies. They have him commit suicide, basically. Yeah. Make it look like a suicide. She sees this, and she goes and visits the wife and tells her all this. And that's when, um, then she's like, I know, like, she's explaining the scene of the death. And she's like, oh, that's, um... That's how that's here at the factory, and she takes her there, and she like reenacts it kind of, and the smug guy is there and he sees it, and that's when he, well, yeah, and that's when the um the husband's wife is like, you know, like she's looking into this, and that's when he's like, okay, well, well he doesn't, no, well, they don't reveal that she, uh, the... she doesn't tell him anything because yeah. he sees her there, so he like he gets with the the, the woman and uh, the hit woman. And is like, hey, like you need to take her out because she's looking too far into this. She yep. knows that we did something. No witnesses. Yeah. And, and so, oh my god, this is so fucking stupid. So they're having a New Year's Eve party, and this is. So they're celebrating, and they see the woman. She's talking to her friend and trying to explain what happened. And the friend's like, "This is crazy. Like, no one listens. Like, what are you doing? Of course, of course, of course. it's just stereotypical horror yeah. shit." So and then she sees the hit woman carrying like a like a champagne a tray, tray. Of champagne, yeah. 
and it's just, she's just dressed as a, a a a maid, like a sorry, like a a, a female server. Yeah, but she's not know. like she's not like in her like baggy clothes or anything. Yeah. she's just a server. She's in disguise, like I'm watching a fucking hitman skit. So the woman gets kind of like, I don't nervous. know, like nervous. Goes outside for some air, and there's like a drunk guy that like walked At past point, the house. It's kind of important because he, he, he wakes up and he walks past the husband and the friend because they're complaining about the wife being crazy. Yeah. And how, like, they don't know what to do, Her basically. shenanigans, yeah. Yeah, they're like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to throw it away. I'm just going to, I need to, like, get rid of it. Um, and then so the drunk guy walks past them. You don't see where he goes, but you know in a minute. So she goes outside. She just sees the drunk guy laying on, like, uh, a bench and it's snowing. And the Hitwoman, if you ever played Hitman games, if you're into video games, if you've played the Hitman series, this would be the worst mission run ever. How could, yeah, how do you fuck this up if they did? Uh, oh, the Hitwoman fucks everything up in every scene she's in. Because she, like, she goes over, because the woman's standing by a ledge, and she goes over and is like just kind of grabs her and just kind of starts tussling. Like she's obviously trying to throw her over the ledge, but the way she she's doing it is just not it. So they like struggle and she tries to throw her over, and then the drunk guy like starts talking to her, and the other woman can get away. And then the hit woman punches him, and he just kind of laughs. So and, they. Th- and then she goes in to the kitchen. No, no, she gets dragged into the kitchen. Oh, that's right, yeah. So she's by the kitchen. She gets dragged into the kitchen by the hit woman. They start struggling. The hit woman turns on the stove. And tries to burn her face, but then she grabs, like, a pot of hot tea. That's not hot. That's clearly not hot. And pours it on her face. And it apparently hurts her. And then she lightly bonks her I, on the I head love, I love the with a frying pan. And... Then she goes and tells everyone, like, there's a someone trying to kill me, so but I she, killed her. They're like, fine, let's go into the kitchen and see. Because it's all happening while the countdown for New yeah. Year's Eve is happening. And they go into the kitchen, and the woman's not there. So, again, they all just say she's crazy. Yeah. So this is when she goes. At some point, she goes to a bookstore. And it's, it's inconsequential because I was laughing so hard I couldn't See, the really... funny thing is, the, the funny thing is, Will, this is scene could have explained something but you were losing your fucking mind okay i don't know why i really something, don't understand this it. scene something, broke something snapped i don't know what it was i probably no one else will think it's snapped funny is at a all. good way to put it because <laughs> like no one else will think this is funny i have no idea why i thought so it was it's funny. like a it's like one of those like metaphysical stores it sells like you know like all sorts of like stuff on like witchcraft and whatever i just lost my shit because the fucking bookstore owner looks like he was like called during a round of golf or like dealing poker like he's it's so weird because he's in like like uh, slacks a cardigan a collared shirt and then for some fucking reason i have no idea why he has like a dealer's like plastic green (laughs) visor i don't know why but seeing that image just like I think it was because I thought of like a scenario where they like called this guy in the middle of like someone's grandpa, you know, yeah. like do he was like clearly doing something where he needed the visor or something. Yeah. And, he, and they're like, he's like, oh, fuck you. I got to do it now. And they're like, yeah, like you 
You said you would. You said you would. Four like, o'clock. And he's like, fine. How long is the scene? All right, like five minutes. Okay, I'll come in. And then he comes in, and then I guess either I guess nobody bothered telling they're like, him. They're like, Frank, you gotta take off the visor. And he's like, I'm not fucking taking off the visor. I got shit to do. I got people to see. Well, either like he refused to, or they just didn't even bother telling him. Or that's legitimately how they wanted to dress him for the movie. I I don't agree with that, but like. I don't want to think that scenario, but that might have been. I I just want to think they interrupted this poor old man's day and wanted him to film a scene, and he refused to take off the visor. That is the lore I'm sticking with. Yep. That's probably why I lost my shit. I don't know why. No one else will think that was funny. But you lost your shit. But I loved it, and it could have explained a lot, but who fucking cares? cares? It's a terrible movie. So So now she she goes back to the house. And the, the the husband has had it. Yeah. He's like, I'm fucking throwing this thing away. I'm incinerating it. Like, it keeps coming back. We're just getting rid of it. So he wants to throw it in the incinerator. So he goes to the incinerator. No, not yet. Oh, not yet? Not yet. You're missing, like, you're missing a lot. What am I? <coughs> you're missing where she goes into the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. And she, like, locks herself in the bathroom. And, like, it starts writing Kill? Kill? Which means nothing. It doesn't. It fucking nothing. Scene goes nowhere. And then eventually, she goes. Oh my God. We also had a scene where the hit woman is like all beat up, and she like calls the guy and is like, "It didn't work. Screw you. Like I'm doing it my my way. I'm gonna kill her my way." Because apparently the stupid maid servant idea was. Oh, that's right. And she's walking. This is just after the bookstore. She goes to. She's walking down the street. Yes. And the hit woman decides she's failed too many times. Okay. So she decides that she's just going to do vehicular manslaughter. So she tries running her over on the sidewalk, which doesn't work. And then but she, the woman runs into the, the like a, uh, uh, like an little art gallery museum. And then she's walking around and we get like a fucking five minute long, awkward chase with just footsteps. Dude, all the chases in this movie are awkward. We're about Fair. to, we're we're gonna get to a very awkward one, um, which is the lamest on foot chase. I one of the lamest I've ever seen. Forgot a scene. Um, completely forgot a scene. There's a scene where the woman, I think it's actually right before this happens. Maybe she goes to her like therapist. Oh, yeah, and the therapist doesn't fucking help at the all. The therapist doesn't believe her. The therapist just tells her, I'm going to go to your apartment today, and we will both burn the thing, the planchette. So she goes to the apartment, and the woman's not there. She, she's there, remember? Oh, no. She, she's like in a trance. Yeah. And so the, the the therapist is walking around and starts hearing something, gets horrified by something. We don't see anything in this scene. And then runs into the and elevator. Runs into the elevator and sees something and then, like, apparently the scene ends. dies. The scene literally Question ends. mark? I have no idea. And then after that, yeah, she tries to kill her at the art gallery. Like, and then a slow foot chase. She runs into a cop, and he also thinks she's crazy. She thinks... So he immediately her, thinks she's fucking insane. He sends her to the nut house. So they go to the nut house, and, and like... And then at this point, we get this scene where the husband is, like drunk and annoyed that she's not home and so he like goes well to the... you see she she wasn't there to make him dinner 
Yes, and we okay. also get um, a table. She wasn't being a good housewife. Full of, like, empty bottles to indicate that he's been drinking. She wasn't being a good stereotypical housewife. Yeah, and then he goes to the bathroom and finds the thing. This is where he's he goes like, to the incinerator. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, I'm going to do it myself. And then he throw he's going to throw it in there, and then green light comes I out. I don't get why. So he, like, is so stupid because he, he sets it down to shove some more stuff into the incinerator. Because well, it's, like, so full that... He has to shove it away. And then, like, it, fucking hand, demon hands come out of the incinerator. And grab his head. And just tear it off his body. And tear it off his body, and that is the end of that. And he's never mentioned ever again. And meanwhile... There's no mourning, but you know what? Good riddance. Like I said, it is his character and almost every other character in the movie is completely 100% inconsequential. Yes. Zero consequences. And she's in the hospital and at this point the hit woman is like fuck this you do it yourself mr smug yeah so he shows up at the hospital just as doctor and he goes in there with like an injection of something and then you hear like so he like sees the window glowing green and then you see the skull head like a skull comes shooting out of the window glass through the window so hard that all the glass just impales this man all over his body and his eye i love wakes up screaming i love it because she's like screaming he's covered in blood and glass everywhere in a hospital and the nurse runs into it, and her, you would think, okay, so picture this scene. The nurse runs in, a woman is screaming on her bed, and a man is completely covered in literal glass, just mm-hmm. gigantic shards just protruding out of his body. Mm-hmm. Her reaction is, stay there. But and and then and then lightly jogs. But the, it doesn't matter because this this nurse never comes up again. The woman runs out and like two doctors see her right. and they start chasing her, dude. And they get bogged down by like five crazy people. Well, like who lightly start patting. They don't them. even do anything. They just like start talking. It looks like almost like they're just having like a casual conversation like, with them. Stop it! Stop like, it! Stop it! Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, it's like they just like get annoyed, like stopped by being annoyed. And then and then another, they send like, an orderly after her. And he looks bored out of his mind. <laughs> They're filming him like running and he could not look more bored. Like And then she gets to like the elevators and he catches up to her and like grabs her. And then two crazy people They're start here, patting him. Here they come to annoy him. And he like He's like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop <laughs> it. And then my favorite is there's a shot of like the two doctors from earlier and they're on the ground now. And the like crazy just, people are just like patting them. They're just patting They're them? just like, stop it, get stop off me, it. get off me. Like there's, stop there's no imminent danger whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not like they're dangerous. They're just like. <laughs> they're not like, like, like ripping them to shreds or like stabbing <laughs> them or they anything. They film the scene as if they're like tearing them apart. They're just like Patty. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! And then the woman she runs out of the hospital, and immediately runs into the wife of the dead guy. Yes. And she's like, "Come with me." She's like, "Okay." And she gets in the car, and 
I don't know how she didn't notice, but the hit woman is sitting right next to her. Yes. And then she grabs her, and then they, you know, they drive to the factory, and she, like, she, the woman's going to close the garage, and yeah, like, no, like, elbows well, her. It's foreshadowing. She cl- tries to close the garage, and it malfunctions, but doesn't close. What's the foreshadow? Because there's sparks coming off of it. Did you okay, not see that? Okay, okay. What is the consequence of that? Exactly. That's what happened. I mean, I'm just explaining the scene. <laughs> a foreshadowing just means something happens, Lee. Well, because in, in the the end of the movie, it does close. Okay. Such consequences? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's no such thing as a coincidence, okay? Oh, there's no coinky dinks at all. <laughs> no. She fucking elbows the woman and then runs in the factory and I she's like, love this get her here's another really fucking stupid foot chase this scene was like the filmmakers rubbing their fucking genitals on me i love because um, the, the hit woman grabs an axe off the wall but then immediately gets winded every oh scene God. like like multiple times yeah. in the scene she like eh, eh, she like leans against a wall our and woman starts... runs into like a dead end and the hillman finally catches up and is all winded with the axe. She's like, no, no, no. And then she, she, she raises, raises it, it. <laughs> and then swings it. And it literally is like a, like three feet off. She like, smashes it into a box. Like a blind person could hit this woman. Ray Charles would hit this shit faster, okay? <laughs> she she swings and hits a box. Hits a box and it gets stuck. <laughs> What's weird is she hits a box. She can see the woman right in front of her. And she hits a box to the right of her. I don't understand. And it gets stuck. And the woman runs away. And, I and was it's like, a cardboard box. How is yeah. it stuck? And I'm like, am I being played? And then she runs into a room full of like, t- like fucking <laughs> like canister, barrels. like barrels. And then hides, and the woman like is walking up to where she's hiding. And then you see the fucking spirit Halloween decoration. <laughs> I love this. It's like this paper mache like skeletal man, which is hilarious. I'll get you. We I killed you. I'll do it again. Which is hilarious because I love how the movie makes it a point to say that he died three weeks ago. He's already like he's already like fully decomposed. Yeah, like he's already a in fucking three weeks, almost a skeleton. Damn, bro, that's a fast decomposition. And she swings the axe and hits a barrel, and it sprays acid. Listen, in this movie, they loved like just like pouring shit onto these hit woman for some reason. Well, this has more consequences than the room temperature. Well, yeah, because it fucking, like, face melts her. Melts her face and her hands, too. And then, so she's dead. I will argue, like, best effects in the movie, though. No, this is by far the best actual effect. I mean, the fucking, I guess, I guess the, I I didn't mind the dude getting his head torn off, but this is better. Um, So she's dead. And then the woman what the fuck okay i don't even remember what the fuck went down i just remember the wife or remember the wife gets up finds the body finds the body gets horrified tries to like go oh yeah no she's in there 
and then she hears the car starting yeah because the woman ran in ran out to the garage and got in her car and is driving away very slowly yep and so the wife gets into the car that she killed the husband in oh my god she gets in the car and immediately is filling up with gas yeah but she's like she's like coughing and everything and then she and then the, she sees the, the, the spirit halloween the spirit halloween doll with like the puppeteer shoving these little tiny hands in, into her face and then like he like yep. he does the whole like stretch and like put your arm over your wife kind of thing yeah He's like, ah, and then you just see him like hanging out with her as they just shove this puppet mm-hmm. against this actress and she dies and she dies, and then um, so we get a scene of where, a room where it kind of shows the first part of the movie because in the first part you see like a falcon, like a taxidermy falcon. All this falcon, like decor. A, a, and a taxidermy falcon, and then it shows the oracle. In this scene, you see the taxidermy falcon and the same decor, and then it just shows her, like the main woman. She's now the oracle. As the oracle, and then it ends. That's the fucking movie. God damn it, dude. Like, I don't even know if there's more to be said. It's just stupid. Like, it's, it's just so dumb. dumb. It's like, it's mediocre at best. Very. And like the the the, the suspense scenes are anything Not. but that. Anything but that. Like, they are the worst. At building like tension, there's no tension in any of these scenes. No, there really isn't. And like the camera work isn't that flashy. I mean, there's nothing here. It's just... It's just a fine. It's like it's, it's mediocre. It's special. It's just stupid, and it kind of makes you angry about how like how simple and stupid it is. Like it just, it just, you just you want more, and it doesn't give you the more. The Spirit Halloween pop puppet wasn't enough for you. Well, they could have gone like farther with some of this. Like it, it seemed like some of the scenes wanted to do more crazy shit, but they just couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. I just don't get it. Like they, 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 you could tell they, they, they wanted to do more effects. They wanted to do more shit because the guy gets his head ripped off, like face melted, everything. But it's just stupid. It doesn't look they good. Do it. So yeah, <sighs> that's the Oracle. I don't know if there's anything else to say about it, really. Did you pretty? Dude, I, I'm not gonna. I mean, I can't do low, but like, I'm gonna say like a, a four. Yeah. Would you go lower? No. I think a four, because it's not like offensively bad. It's just boring. Mm. Although, I will admit, the the visor guy, that shit slapped. <laughs> For me only. Only you. <laughs> only me would be getting enjoyment out of that scene. Are yeah. you changing your review? Your score? No. I think a four. I think I'm good with a four. You can give it whatever rating you want, dude. I'll give it a five because I will. It's, <coughs> it is entertaining in, in its stupidity, but it definitely doesn't go as hard as you would want it to. I'm just giving it a four because I found myself, for me personally, more just annoyed at like certain scenes. And the like, one thing that did annoy me is the amount of fakeouts in like the first half of the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of fake outs. There are some good effects in here, though. And like, I mean, like I said, it just if it was a different director, a different crew, because you could tell there was something there, but they just couldn't. It is funny to me, though, how inconsequential so much of it is. 
Well, nothing really matters. Other than the main character <clears throat> and like her investigation, I guess, all of the other stuff is pointless. Because there's no point in telling us about this guy that got murdered by his wife. And... Well, that's the plot of the movie. Like, I mean, it's but it's like... What I mean is, the whole... what's the point of the super dying? The whole point is just to, for her to become the next Oracle, but wh why do we care? That's inconsequential. Other than her investigating and discovering who murdered the guy and all that shit, that's all pointless because, like... The other death scenes are just for... Like, what, what was the point of the therapist? To die in an elevator that we never find out about? Again, it's inconsequential. Yeah. Because it's like, is that... Is she is the therapist murdered by the same spirit? Why? Well, I'm assuming it's anyone who gets in her way because sure. the oracle is protected by a demonic spirit. I guess. That and might be what they were going for, but all of this <coughs> all of this might have been explained by our man in the visor, but we will never know. I'm not going back and watching it. I'm sorry. No. I mean There's no point. It's a one and done. Yeah, so that was it. That's the Oracle. That's really all I have to say. Go watch it just for the guy in the visor and see if you break as much as I do because I don't know why, but tonight was the night. Yeah, watch it and, you know, you'll. I guarantee you, you will not break as much. But maybe some other scene will break you, like a I chase scene. I don't really don't understand. I'm still trying to wrap my head around why that scene got me so good. It's just a mystery for the ages. I don't know. It is. An ancient um, mystery. <laughs> will never be solved. Um, it's a power that is ancient. <laughs> the power of the visor. You know what? Ancient. I get I get the tagline now. That it, is the that is the literal tagline. The, ta the, the tagline isn't talking about the, the ghost. It's talking about the man in the visor. It's a power that it's is he, ancient. He was ancient. The power of the green visor is ancient. I get it. Yep. I get it. Yep. That's genius. That was it. Thanks, Oracle. Thanks for answering that. You know what? It's not inconsequential now. That is I'm changing mind. my score. 10 out of 10. Brain exploder, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. I have nothing more to say. Yeah. That was the Oracle. This has been Will. This has been Alex. We have been They Mostly Come Out at Night, and we will talk to you all later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> the power that is ancient. Honey. Yeah, no shit. Ancient visors, bro. Fucking... Whoa, mind melter.